1: From the Whiskey 61 Lounge inside the Bank Plus Studio. You are
2: listening to
1: Mississippi's number one sports talk show, The Out of Bound Show with Bo Bounce.
2: Streaming worldwide live on the Out of Bounds radio app. And on your radio. At
1: ESPN (laughs) 105.9. The Soul.
2: Good morning, welcome in, Out of Bounds, brought to you by Kessler Prime and their great stakes in the renaissance. kesslerprime.com to make a reservation. This is 105.9 The Zone ESPN. We want to thank you for going to Apple Podcast and Spotify, searching Out of Bounds with Bowbounds. Bounds. Apple Podcast and Spotify, and searching Out of Bounds with Bowbounds. Bounds. We have spectacular interviews and content, in my opinion. On there. Good morning. Welcome in. Thanks for making us your sports and entertainment show of choice. We've got uh, the Rebs and the Dogs tonight in what could be an epic battle in Humphrey Coliseum between two teams. They got after it a few weeks ago. Ole Miss came out the winner. Um, Caldwell dropped 18 off the bench. Since then, not a lot. Mm. And Mississippi State threw it all around the, the court. And uh, they're going to have to figure out, you know, they're coming off a good win over Arkansas. Um, Tolu didn't play, and Arkansas's big man dominated in just a short amount of time. On Saturday, I was at the game, many of you were. And um, when you score whatever it was, 21 points in 23 minutes in college basketball, that is unheard of. So uh, we'll see if Tolu Smith can go. It didn't look like, to me, DJ Jeffries can go, but these guys are world-class athletes, so maybe something changes with physical therapy and da 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 over the last three days, but he didn't play three minutes in the game. So um, two of your starters combined for uh, less than 26 minutes. We'll see how that looks tonight against uh, Ole Miss. Um, the hump will be nuts, packed, crazy, and people are actually going to show up, so that's good. And uh, it will be a difficult environment for the Ole Miss Rebels. We got Beard Jans round two. Beard Jans round two. And it's all about the net rankings. It's about to be all about the net rankings in college football once we go into a college football playoff. We hadn't talked a lot about that, you know, in college Mm -hmm. football. We talk about that in college basketball. We really rely, you know, RPI, SOS, but now net rankings in both. And y'all monitor where your teams are, both in basketball and baseball. Um, you can call it strength of schedule. It, that's what it was referred to forever. Um, whatever. But the bottom line is it's net rankings, net rankings, net rankings. And um, I know I'm looking at them every day for Ole Miss and Mississippi State basketball. And we'll get there in baseball. Mississippi State took a tough loss last night to Austin P. Can you overcome it? Yes. Was it a bad loss? Yes. Um, do they need to figure it out? Yes. And did they pitch well? Yes. It was not pitching last night. It was scoring runs. Um. So we'll see. They'll get they uh, they get after it again tonight. All three teams will, actually. All three play today in baseball. Ole Miss plays at home for the first time this year after playing four in Honolulu, Hawaii. So they're back in Swayze, Mississippi State, Duty Noble. And uh, Southern Miss at UNO. But the big one tonight is Ole Miss at Mississippi State in basketball. You can mm-hmm. watch it on TV or you can go to the hump for an amazing atmosphere. When that place is packed, it's crazy. Never forget talking to AK, first time he went. And I don't remember where we were, but anyway. Uh, I guess it was after this season or something. But uh, AK and Owen Miller and that group were were in Oxford. And that was when Stansberry had it rolling. Okay. And AK, I guess, had not coached there because he had been an assistant at Cincinnati with Huggy Bear. Anyway, I remember him talking to me. He went, dude, I felt like the fans were breathing on the back of my neck. (laughs) And that's what you want tonight. You want to be loud and uh, you want to be into the game. I thought there was too much sitting on the bottoms, on the left and right butt cheek on Saturday. Uh, disappointed in the alums and disappointed in the student section on Saturday against Arkansas. Was it a? Te- would other? There are other schools that would you know love that, you know, attend uh, turnout. But you're not other schools. And I grew up going to the hump, ninety-one to ninety-six, nuts, and two thousand one-ish two to two thousand whatever it was nine. When when Rick Stansberry got let go, nuts, packed. Even Bob Boyd had it for a minute with Ken Harvey and Chauncey Robinson and Cal Patrick Wells and, and that Chauncey Robinson, one of my maybe my favorite player of all time. Definitely one of my favorite players of all time. Uh he was from Miami. And um Ken Harvey was from Washington, DC. They were tough. Ken Harvey was tough. Um but yeah, you're you're gonna need to be loud. Obnoxiously loud. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I, I wonder who you think, because it seems like in the last game, you know, Caldwell was the guy to, to jump out for Ole Miss. Um, and Mississippi State has, had, even in that game, Deshaun Davis had 15 points in 16 minutes. So who do you expect yeah, to be? Yeah, that was later
2: in the game when both teams scored, uh, when both when the two teams decided not to play any defense. <laughs> right. Over a five-minute stretch. Mm-hmm. And all they were doing was trading baskets. Yeah. Um, If Mississippi State wants to win, they need more transition points. I don't understand why they're not pushing it more. um, But they're not that good in the half-court offense. And depending on what Tolu's going to give you tonight, he needs to give you more than 22 minutes. If DJ's out, then he's out. So that's a starter that's out. Um, You need more transition points if you're Mississippi State. Bottom line, Cam Matthews runs the floor really well. Hub can do whatever. He can score from all three levels. Mm-hmm. Um, Shaq more at times, actually. He's not that great offensively, but he can actually um, penetrate and do some things, especially in tra- much more in transition because of his lack of height than in a half-court setting. You need more transition baskets
1: If uh, in if, the hump tonight. If Tolu is not playing his game, do you expect Murphy or Shaq to kind of step into that role of Try to be the third guy, because well, Sean Murphy
2: has to show. Look, if Tolu's not going to play more than twenty something minutes, you have to have Keyshawn Murphy um, step up. There's no, there's no doubt about it. Um, yeah. So I, I don't know what to expect. To be honest with you, I think Tolu Smith's got to get locked in. Yeah, I'll just put it like that. Hey. Mm-hmm. I want to give you some news on uh crawfish. The prices have dropped again. Uh nine ninety nine a pound at Mud Bugs Downtown West Government Street and Brandon, That place is really cool. Actually, everything that's happened in that area is cool. And um so mud bugs downtown Brandon, nine ninety nine a pound. Mudbugs um on Old Fannin, nine uh nine ninety nine a pound. Go ahead and grab ten to twenty pounds. And watch baseball and basketball tonight um, on the back patio or the back porch. Ooh. And and get a, get another couple pounds of shrimp because it is uh, delicious for sure. Also, some people are mad at me on Twitter X at Bo Bounds about I said that the G5 teams do not need to be in the college football playoff. Well, they don't. That's a If you want G5 to be better, like if you want Southern Miss to have a chance to win the national championship, which I would think that's what you want then you want a G5 playoffs. Mm -hmm. It would be awesome. It would be competitive. Multiple rounds. Bet on it. Uh, Well, people will bet on it, and they'll be played at home stadiums. If Southern Miss hit on this Florida State transfer, you could be in the G5 playoffs. Okay? I mean, people don't want to watch um, Texas A&M versus Coastal Carolina, round one of the college football playoffs. They just don't. (laughs) But, G5, multiple rounds, and you get TV money. People bet on it, and you get the crowds in your stadium at home. I'd play it at home all the way through, but they'll probably play. If they ever do this, they would create the championship game at a neutral site. That's fine. Even the semifinal games I'd have at home. What does the NFL do? Oh, right. At home. What is the best two games, the NFC and AFC championship games? Right? By far. Because it's hard. You're, you're away or you're home and your crowd's going crazy in Pittsburgh or New Orleans or Kansas City or wherever. All right, we're live in the Bank Plus studio, the Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Tom Luganville at 8.30. I can confidently plan on hosting this show and being awesome without worry. Look, I won't lie. I was a bit on the fence about Z-Biotics initially, but then while hanging out with friends over cocktails, I gave it a shot. And believe me, it is the real deal. Go to ZBiotics.com slash O-O-B to get 15% off your first order when you use O-O-B at checkout. Remember to head to zbiotics.com slash O-O-B and use the code O-O-B at checkout for 15% off. Thank you, Zbiotics, for sponsoring this episode and our good times. Good morning. Welcome in. We'll have Mike Dettillier, WWL Radio TV New Orleans. What are the Saints going to do this offseason to get better in a league where... Most everybody outside the Cowboys and a few other teams understand that you do need to get better in free agency. Where's Stone Cold Chris Jones going? What are the Saints going to do? Are the Chiefs going to tag Stone Cold Chris Jones? Or will he play somewhere else? Is that it? Will the breakup start with the Chiefs? So hard to keep it going. Kelsey will be 34 years old. Holy Mary Olzapp. Uh, but what a run by the Chiefs. Or will they keep it all together for another year? Um, Saints have way, 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 way too much money at the running back position. What can Loomis do? He's kind of a freak with the numbers. He's got some other capologist inside the building in New Orleans to manipulate the numbers. Um, we'll see. Uh, uh, there's some other big names that are going to get tagged or not get tagged here over the next couple of weeks, Jason. So a lot of NFL. Then we got the NFL draft. Um, I mean, we'll shake everybody down, you know, pick them apart. Um, We haven't even been through the combine.
1: Yeah, and it's funny. People are already throwing out names that this guy's a bust. He's going to be a bust. This guy's going to be the, the sleeper of the draft. I'm already hearing people. About uh, North Carolina quarterback Drake May, yeah, saying that he's just going to be the next Daniel Jones. So, interesting. I've been hearing some people say that because, you know, Daniel Jones was a talent at say combines and pro days and stuff like that. He's a phenomenal athlete. Yeah, and then whenever he got to the Giants, I mean, he's just not the whole package. He's he's not going to carry your team. It doesn't look like it. That's for sure. (laughs) Of
2: course, when you roll through head coaches and offensive coordinators, that's not ideal either. So good point. But I get what you're saying for sure. Um, there was a debate here on our ag up equipment text line and there's an ag up equipment dealership in Canton and Pearl. So you can stop by there today and, uh, kick the tires on your next John Deere tractor, uh, for your family land hunting camp or farm, John Deere America's tractor powered by ag up equipment. Text line six zero one eight eight five three seven seven six. I was kind of debating just real quick in my crazy brain, you know, best college basketball coaches of all time. I got a little pushback on the text line. Yeah, I would not have Dean Smith rated as higher as high as most of y'all. I, I think Dean Smith was a great coach. I think he's great. I think greatness is um hard to attain and uh i think he won two national championships over a 40-year run as a head coach at north carolina and he coached jordan and james worthy among many others uh phil ford and the list goes on and on uh well even at the end he he Rashid and stackhouse um in which I thought that team underachieved. But anyway, the, uh, I read the book, uh, The Tar Hill Way, The Carolina Way, by Dean Smith and the and the dean of the business school at North Carolina, and I thought it was one of the best books I've ever read um, and reread it. It was great. Um, but, you know, I could argue for Tark the Shark in front of mm-hmm. Dean Smith. I could argue, These aren't going to be bigger names because of Dean's longevity, and he was on Carolina Road, and because of North Carolina and... Uh, coaching Michael Jordan and things like that. Yeah. But and don't get me wrong, what he did um for off the court is is remarkable and amazing too. Okay. Um but Billy Donovan will never get the credit because Florida's not a basketball school. He won two, played for three. Come on. Man. He lived in the Elite Eight, but he's never gonna get that credit. Uh, and he didn't. He didn't coach a Michael Jordan. Florida hasn't had a superstar NBA player. Um, what Tark the Shark did out in the desert. Y'all been to Vegas recently? It's awesome. It's cool. It's pretty. The casinos. The hotel room. You when you walk in the Venetian, it's beautiful. It exudes sex. It's uh, culinary. It's awesome. The pools. All that. Um, Tark went there in 1974. It's a bunch of double you know, Sinatra was crooning, but you know, in a hotel that looks like the Holiday Inn Express and in Morton and I like Morton, but, uh, just a different deal as to what he built. So yeah, uh, you know, it's, it's who you like, uh, wooden's going to be up there. Krzyzewski's going to be up there with five titles. I would think Bobby Knight, depending on how old you are, is going to be up there because he won it in 76, 81, and 87. I was at the 87 Final Four. And, of course, I loved Isaiah Thomas and that 81 team. Um, but we could debate that all day. Tom Tom Izzo, he's he's probably – there's strong rumors he's going to retire. He's done. He's one of those coaches kind of like saving the site. like, dude, I'm good. I've done it. I've made over $100 million. Uh, The NIL thing is just not my deal. I'm kind of cranky and ornery now at my age anyway, and I'm not going to do it. Uh, So if Michigan State opens up, you know, I've been been telling you about Beard and Jans, and I think they're okay, and I'm keeping an eye on Bruce Pearl and Musselman, but Louisville is a rock star job. Ohio State is a fantastic job. Michigan's a fantastic job, and Michigan State is a much better job basketball-wise than football. Cause Jonathan Smith's probably sitting there thinking, "I left Oregon State to go to Michigan State. If I'd have waited a second, I'd have the UCLA job." Mm. But anyway, that's in football. Uh, you know they. Anyway, that but if, that's a lion, man. Izzo's a lion. We talk about basketball emperors. You know he's such a better coach than Cal. He just doesn't have the talent. Probably as good a coach himself. He just doesn't have the talent. But they get good players at in East Lansing, so that's kind of the way I see it. But we could debate the. T- it's kind of like when we broke out our SEC football coaches. Somebody got mad at me on the Ag Up Equipment text line, which means we're doing something right. Um, when I tiered out the SEC football coaches, and I got Kirby Smart tier one. Is anybody going to disagree with that? No. Like as can't. guys, we hate to agree with each other in sports. Hate. It. I mean, we have to argue with each other at lunch. on the back porch this afternoon no we don't with with the nice cold Budweiser (laughs) over some wings on the grill but Kirby's one now tier two gets weird Kaylin DeBoer yes Brian Kelly yes Sark Eileen but just one playoff college playoff appearance I don't know I could make a strong argument for Lane or Kiffin but I have them in tier three which is still unbelievable I mean, I have Kiffin Tier 3, Freeze Tier 3, Drink Tier 3, and Elko, I think, Tier 3, and Stoops. Some of y'all are like, where's Levy? Levy's an unknown. I'm super impressed. I actually think he's got a chance to be successful. What he's done on the offensive side of the football is unbelievable. They're going to be so much better. They'll find the athletes on defense. That As much as Mississippi State hasn't done the last 100 years in football, one thing that they've done, you can trip over athletes in the Sun Belt mm. and play tough defense. Dudes who can run and hit and tackle, they'll get that right. Maybe not this year, but they'll get it right. But I can't, you know, Levy hadn't coached a game. <laughs> you know, I yeah. mean, Clark Lee doesn't count. He's in Tier 9. But, but you know, I'd put Levy in front of that. He's He's going to be better than Beamer. Um, we'll see what Venables does at Oklahoma. I don't know yet. We'll see what Napier does at Florida. I don't know yet. Would you put hypo in tier two? Somebody, we had somebody on here. What are you, are you crazy? Not putting Josh hypo in tier two? Ah, <laughs> uh, uh. I like him. I like what he's doing, but I think I'm going to lean a little tier three, tier, tier two, tier three
1: hypo or freeze. Like when, if uh, as you far had to, as
2: who's who's done it, freeze.
1: But who who do you think has more potential, Freeze? Still,
2: I'm not sure if it's a push as far as going forward potential wise. Mm. But Auburn's been a better program, Jason. I know Tennessee had their run under Fulmer, right? Right. I'm aware. I lived it, but uh, I like Auburn. Auburn's gone through a bunch of coaches and still knocked down big seasons, and they just knocked down the number seven class in the country. I'm going Auburn. I'm going War Eagle. D'Atilier next. We are actuaries. In a world filled with unpredictability, we
1: use our math skills to navigate uncertainty. Actuaries make a difference in people's lives across industries and the world. Actuaries have the freedom to work anywhere. And according to U.S. News & World Report, we're the 25th top-paying career.
2: Make an impact as a fact-seeker and a truth-teller. Use your math skills for good as an actuary. The world needs you.
1: This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming...
2: Hi, uh, good morning. Welcome in. The Out of Bounds Show. ESPN 105.9 The Zone. We want to thank you for going to Apple Podcast or Spotify. Searching Out of Bounds with Bow Bounds. would love for you to hit the subscribe button too. And don't forget we're on Facebook. Search the Out of Bounds Show. Facebook, search the Out of Bounds Show and we're on YouTube. In fact, we're on YouTube and Facebook right now live. YouTube is Out of Bounds Sports. A little bit different. I'm your host, Bo Bounds. show is driven by your next Ford F-150 truck at Mack Hike Ford, I-55 North in Jackson. Uh, Jason, I've got to let everybody know that we have a Key City Beer dinner. It's funny. Our next guest is from Vicksburg, but Key City Beer out of Vicksburg. We have a dinner next Monday, and I am... Super excited at uh, at the Keg House, Highway 51 in Ridgewood. So Monday, February 26th, five beers and four courses, only $50 at the Keg House, Key City Beer Dinner.
1: Ooh. I don't I, know if we should let you go or not. Come on. I saw that the dessert Can beer. Can you act right at a beer dinner? No chance. Okay, so please, the, A place called the Keg House? You think I'm going to act right? Come on.
2: They've got great muffalettos and gumbo, but it's right there by Casadoras on Highway 51. And so the Keg House presents Key City Beer Dinner Monday, February 26th. And to get a reservation, call
1: 601-790-9212. Boom. And they have the Black Current. Here's a sneak peek. The Black Current is the dessert beer. So the Black Current Sour, which is delicious. One of my top ones. Wow, that's the dessert beer. I I got a sneak peek of the menu, and the black currant sour as the um, dessert beer. Excellent choice. How did you get a sneak peek of the menu? Somebody actually sent me that. It was on either Twitter, Facebook, whatever it was. They said, "Are you going to this?" And I was like, "I'm not sure." Bo will probably tell me the day before if he wants me to go. Wow, shots fired. (laughs) All right.
2: Good morning, welcome in. We want to welcome in uh, Old Miss NFL offensive lineman Ben Brown from Vicksburg, Mississippi, St. Aloysius, St. Al. And uh, now hanging out in Oxford with the Las Vegas Raiders, Ben Brown joins us on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. Ben Brown, good morning. What's up, buddy?
0: What's up, Bo? Thank you. Thanks for having me on.
2: Man, we're glad you're with us. Have you ever had a Key
0: City beer? I actually have not. Uh, I, I definitely need to try one this off season for sure. All
2: right, Jason, we're going to make sure we get Ben Brown some Key City beer because uh, they are crushing it, and Ben's from Vicksburg, and Key City's from Vicksburg. So um, how long you been in Oxford?
0: So I've been in Oxford since the end of the regular NFL season, so about second week of January. And uh, the NFL offseason is a little bit different than college. You don't have to be at the team's facility the entire time. You don't have to go back until about middle of April, and so a lot of guys will go off either to their former colleges or a nice training facility somewhere in the U.S. and uh, spend those few two or three months just recovering and getting your body ready for the next upcoming NFL season. So uh, that's what I'm doing right now at Ole Miss. Uh,
2: all right, so that's a that's a great place to train, obviously in the off season with an SEC facility. What um and you're with the Las Vegas Raiders now, right? Yes, that's correct. Okay. Have you have you been to Las Vegas?
0: <laughs> so I've I've only been there twice. Uh I went one time in December, uh, when I wasn't on a team and I had a workout with them and uh it was great. Uh talked to coach AP after my workout and everything, loved it out there. And uh, at the end of the NFL season, I ended up signing a futures contract with them, um, which means that I signed to their 90-man off-season roster. So I'll be with them for the whole off-season and then training camp and all three preseason games and uh, went out there again uh, third week of January after the season ended to get signed and squared away. But other than that, no, I haven't been to Vegas. So uh, <laughs> it'll be exciting being out there full-time, so – and yep. ready to get rolling.
2: Yeah, that's great. Uh, that place has some energy, doesn't it?
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely uh, a different kind of energy, but it uh, seems like a fan base that loves football, too. So uh, you love going to a big city like that that's passionate about the game. So
2: You know, we had, uh, Jason, we had Lincoln Kennedy on? Yes.
1: Lincoln. Color analyst for the Las Vegas Raiders. Mm-hmm. And also uh, kind of friends with Carl Weathers and John Madden, so... He was pretty well connected. He was name dropping, which I don't blame
2: him. Um, So that was cool. I went out there for the NFL draft two years ago. I mean, I've been a few times, but the NFL draft out there was wild and your fans were dressed up and they were crazy. I believe it, you know, with, with them being in Oakland and L.A. and and now in Vegas, that stadium looks awesome. I drove by it a couple of times, but um, I look forward to going, and I hope everything lines up for you. Um, ben. ben Brown out of Vicksburg, Mississippi. Is this true? You're the seventh family member to play? You were the seventh family member to play at Ole Miss?
0: <laughs> that is 100% correct, so... <laughs>
2: Golly, that's incredible. So, father, both grandfathers, uncle, great-uncle, and your dad's cousin. Did I get all that right?
0: <laughs> that's correct. That's that's all of us, all the Browns at Ole Miss. So. <laughs> wow,
2: that is amazing. That is so awesome. So, what's
0: your earliest – give me your
2: earliest memory of Oxford and Ole Miss, Ben?
0: You know, it's funny because we didn't really go to a ton of games growing up, so one of my earliest memories at a game, um, I think I was probably 10 years old maybe, and I think they had a night game versus UAB, but I think it was during the days of a little bit, you know, uh, (laughs) not as great Ole Miss football because I just remember the stadium wasn't very full and me and my cousins and my grandma – my grandpa, we were all huddled up in a a top section of the stadium, and it was just freezing cold. That's what I remember when I was, you know, (laughs) 10 years old. (laughs) (laughs) You know, but but definitely uh, whenever I was getting recruited by them, starting my sophomore, junior year, uh, started going to some more of the games, but always kept up with them. And uh, I just remember when I was probably a freshman in high school, I think, the season had just started kind of blowing up, you know, the Ole Misses documentary kind of series they did. And I remember watching uh, right when kind of Hugh Freeze got hired, it's like 2012, 2013 season. And I remember watching and seeing Ole Miss win. I was like, wow, this is cool. Ole Miss is, you know, kind of on the map right now. And being a, you know, a young high school football player with the hopes and dreams of playing college football, specifically at Ole Miss – and seeing all that success, I was like, wow. If I had, you know, a shot to go there, I would love it. And uh, I was thankful enough to get that opportunity. So,
2: That's cool. Ben Brown, uh, former Ole Miss offensive lineman, currently with the Las Vegas Raiders. He joins us on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. So, when, so this had to be a dream come true because of all of your family uh, playing at Ole Miss and growing up an Ole Miss fan. When, when did you receive the offer and, and, and who, who gave it to you?
0: So that's actually a, it's a great story. Um, I remember I was, so I think I'll, I'll backtrack about a week or maybe just a few days. I remember I going into my junior year, I had an offer from Southern Miss and Louisiana Tech. And uh, I believe in January or February of my junior year, so going into my senior year, Missouri offered me, and I was like, "Whoa, this is an SEC team, like that's huge and that's that's awesome, you know." But Ole Miss hadn't offered me yet, and uh, you know, deep down, I I was itching for that chance to go to Ole Miss, right? And uh, but my family and I. We got the offer from Missouri, and we're like, well, we should check it out. You know, we don't know anything about Missouri football. And uh, I remember just a few days after I had posted that on Twitter, I was at school, and I remember I got a DM on Twitter because I'm not sure how recruiting is today, but Twitter used to be recruiting 101 for college coaches, and I'm sure that they still use it and utilize it just like they did in the past. And, uh, Grant Hurd, the old wide receivers coach, yes. is my recruiting video coach, and he sent me a DM. He's, he said, Hey, Ben, could you please give me a call this morning? And deep down, I'm like, Are they going to offer me a scholarship? Like, why do they want me to call them, on, you know, on a random Friday morning at, you know, in, in February? And, uh, I was like, I don't know. I'm not going to get my hopes up. And I called him and, uh, Grant Hurd asked me how I was doing and I was like, good. I'm not really sure why y'all want me to call. And he said, well, uh, we're about to make your dream come true. And, you know, we want you to become an old Miss rebel. And my heart kind of dropped to my stomach and I was thinking, does this mean I can come play here? You know, I, <laughs> I didn't know. Cause you know, some coaches will say, Oh, we'd love for you to play here, but it's like, yeah. is this a scholarship or what is, what are we saying here? You know? <laughs> so, um, and then he, Coach Hurd went further and said, we're offering you a scholarship here. And I remember uh, whenever I was in high school, you couldn't have your phones in class. And I remember I would always, I had mine on, but on silent, just in case if a coach sent me a message during the day. So I was in the bathroom for about 20 minutes having a conversation with Grant Hurd. And then Grant Hurd got me on the phone uh, with Matt Luke and, uh, he was like, you fired up or what, bud? I was like, yeah, I'm definitely fired <laughs> up. <laughs> this is great through, you know? And uh, but, and Matt knew that I wanted to come there. And uh, he said, you know, just enjoy this weekend with your family. Talk about it. If you need anything, more information with us in regards to this process, let us know. But, you know, we're fired up to offer you a scholarship, and we want you here. And uh, I said that was awesome. So thankful and everything. And, uh Coach Luke gave the phone back to Grant Hurd, and Grant Hurd said, he actually called your dad about 10 minutes ago, and he was ecstatic. I think your dad's coming up to the school right now to congratulate you. I was like, what? <laughs> This is the middle of school day, you know? <laughs> what are we doing? And uh, But my dad told me, apparently uh, Matt Luke had called him, and uh, my dad thought it was an emergency or something, because my dad was like, why am I about to talk to Coach Luke? And uh, <laughs> Coach Luke Called him and he said, uh, asked my dad how he was doing and stuff. He said, good. And he said, hey, you might want uh, to take a seat or find somewhere to sit down real quick. And my dad, same reaction as me, he told me later, heart-dropping to the stomach, like, oh, no, what's going on? <laughs> but ended up breaking the great news to him. So uh, very, very cheerful, happy day for sure.
2: Okay, that's a cool story. That's, that's, that's a damn good story. I love it. Uh, Ben Brown from Vicksburg, Mississippi, uh, had a great career at Ole Miss now with the Las Vegas Raiders. And he joins us on the out of bounds show ESPN 1059, the zone. This interview is brought to you by the amazing ribs and blue plates at uh, Fleetway market and the market cafe in Glugstadt hit that for lunch today. Seventh family member to play at Ole Miss. Unbelievable. All right, so what's your favorite um I mean you're how much do you weigh right now, Ben?
0: About uh three fifteen right now.
2: Nice. All right. So you're not scared to smash some food. What's your what's your favorite place to eat in Oxford?
0: Oh man, I guess it uh it depends on how I'm feeling, but if every time I come back to Oxford And I haven't been here for an extended period of time. So say, for example, I came back from, you know, from Vegas after I signed and starting to train here. The first place I always go is Handy Andy's. Uh, (laughs) I always go to Handy Andy's, double bacon, cheeseburger, tater tots, just load up every single time. I'd say Handy Andy's is my uh, guilty pleasure for food choices in Oxford. (laughs)
2: That's a good spot. Double bacon cheeseburger. Jason, so you're trying to gain weight, Jason. How much
1: do you weigh? Uh, I'm about 185, 190 on a good day.
2: All right, so Ben's got you by a few pounds. Oh, just a couple. But do you think that you could out eat Ben at Handy Andy's? He's
1: going because this—he
2: just said double bacon cheeseburger and tater tots. But that may be an appetizer for Ben.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I mean, we we might do better going taco for taco at uh at the taco bar down there off, off Jackson. So I, I might do better in that because he might have me beat if we're going burger for burger. Ooh. You know what? I may have to pay for this
2: this spring. Okay.
1: All right. Ben, you hearing this? We, we drive up, and uh, y'all yeah. y'all go taco to taco. Let's do it. And cause, I'm all for it. Because, <laughs> Ben, I, I love Handy Andy's, but Taco Shop off Jackson, I'm sure you know where that is, the taco bar. Oh, yeah. That's my go-to every single time.
0: Yeah. I love Taco Shop. I uh, I would love to be a part of that eating competition. So. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh ben brown las vegas raiders joining us on the out of bounds show okay um so you you know you had a big transition while you were there ben and it worked out um i think matt luke you know super dude unbelievable offensive line coach there's a reason why i ended up at georgia won a natty now at clemson um but there was just all sorts of things going on then lane comes in and man y'all got hot fast um Do you have a funny or good, um, maybe behind-the-scenes, Lane Kiffin story you could share with us?
0: Mm, Trying to think of something because, you know, uh, Lane, uh, he was such a great coach, and I was uh, so thankful for him. Um, And the thing that was so great about Coach Kiffin is that he really let the players be who they are. So, you know, if you were a loud guy before a game or if you're quiet, you know, he really, you know, let the players understand that this was our team, you know, and it was up to us in order to, you know, take the team as far as we could. Um and so K- Coach Kiffin's personality, uh, you know, he everyone sees him on social media and stuff. He's great and he's he's funny and stuff, but when you're in the building it's a little bit of a different personality. It's more of an intentional focus. And, uh, you know, he always wants to win. <laughs> and uh, so <laughs> that was always a great thing having with a coach like Coach Giffen. You know, you knew everything that he was doing was for, you know, the best interest of the team. Um, so sometimes, uh, sometimes he was still like, crack up and joke around and and whatnot, and, you know, we we would have our little competitions in practice where, you know, it'd be an O-lineman versus a D-lineman, you know, running routes. That was always great (laughs) in the middle of practice. (laughs) Like, we would have, uh, I can't remember who it was, but it was, I think it may have been Royce Newman versus uh, one of the defensive linemen, maybe like Sam Williams or someone like that, and Royce tried running a, you know, route, and it didn't and really look the prettiest, but he still got the touchdown. Though, so that's that. We'll take the win when we get it.
2: <laughs> Big guys scoring touchdowns, I love it. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, ben Brown joining us on the Out of Bounds show. He played at Say Now in Vicksburg, ended up getting a an Ole Miss offer after Southern Miss, Missouri, and several other offers. Dream come true because he's a seventh family member. He was a seventh family member. To play at Ole Miss, he joins us on the Farm Bureau Insurance uh, guest line. Okay, did you know that Elijah Moore was going to have the the last two seasons? You know that he had. I mean, he was on he was unbelievable. Did you did you see that? Did you feel that?
0: Um, I mean, yeah, definitely. I remember, especially during training camp during twenty twenty, because COVID was such a weird year. I mean, right? We were we were starting practices you know in august and but we weren't even had really having camp practice um but i remember one day we had a team meeting and we were kind of going over some some of the good plays and bad plays uh during the day i remember elijah moore ran one of the most crisp routes that i'd ever seen before in my life and he was so fast and i think he called a ball with like he ran like a 40-yard route And uh, he caught the ball with, like, one hand and stayed in bounds. Like, it was just, like, crazy stuff like that that you would see. Or you'd be watching – we'd be in the position room, in the O-line room, watching practice, and you see in the corner, like, wait, did he just catch that? You know, you'd see Elijah in the far distance of the O-line back shot making a crazy catch and, you know, realizing, like, wow, this guy's a stud. And then whenever we got in our first game versus Florida, I think he – had a crazy game as well, and, you know, Matt was just launching the ball 40, 50 yards downfield, and he'd catch it and get an extra 20 yards. I mean, dude was phenomenal. Yes. And he, he helped us out so much.
2: Man. All right, so um, Ben Brown on the Out of Bounds Show. Yeah, y'all came out of the gate and got going under, under Kiffin. Lane's done an unbelievable job. What about this past year, you know, winning 11 games?
0: man, incredible. And what's so great and so amazing to see from a coach like Coach Kiffin is how he can always pull together and build such a strong team and such a great roster. You know, because some guys were saying that, you know, for the last season for Ole Miss, like 2023, are they, you know, are they going to answer the bell? Are they going to improve from 2022? Are they going to go down? But Coach Kiffin always found a way to pull guys together and to always put out such an amazing, you know, brand of football that plays with passion and energy. And, uh, I mean, you can just see that resonating even on the sidelines with guys that, you know, aren't contributing on the field necessarily, but are contributing to sideline success with energy. And, uh, but Coach Kiffin, I mean, he, he shocks us year in and year out and, it's at the point now where it's it's not even shocking. It's just the expectation. Sure. Of that's the type of brand of football that Coach Kiffin's going to put on that field for the Ole Miss Rebels. Yes. It's, it's incredible watching, and it's hard. it was hard watching being in an NFL season this year, you know, limited time because they play on Saturdays, we play on Sundays. So a lot of the times we're traveling, so it's kind of hard to watch a an you know, Ole Miss football game on a plane when you're flying from, say, Seattle all the way to you know Baltimore you know um but it's incredible what he's done with that program over the last few years that he's been there and it's just even more incredible to see him do it consistently at such a high level so I think that he has been outstanding for our program and uh the future is even brighter in Oxford tomorrow than it was yesterday
2: yeah, he's on a roll. This this stretch is absolutely incredible. Ben Brown from uh, St. Aloysius in Vicksburg, Mississippi, to Ole Miss to the NFL. Now it was with the Seattle Seahawks and now with the Las Vegas Raiders. How cool is that? And he's training in Oxford, which makes sense in the off season. And we now have a battle royal at the Taco Shop coming up in the next few weeks <laughs> or Taco Bar. Is it Taco Bar or shop?
1: Uh, it's I think it's called Taco bar, but it is the taco shop is all that right. right Ben? All right cool so that's
0: uh, I believe that's right yeah
1: all right so
2: it's 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 Ben Brown who's a professional against Jason Price, who's an amateur and <laughs> I'm gonna pay for however many tacos it goes down um, before Ben goes back to to Vegas and so on hey Ben Brown this was this was great man so much fun. I hope we can do it again soon and uh we'll we'll see you at the taco bar okay.
0: <laughs> that sounds good. Thanks, Bo. Thanks, Jason.
2: I appreciate it. Ben Brown on the Out of Bounds Show and the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. Woo! Good week this week. We got old Miss Mississippi State tonight at the hump for an evening of basketball. Mm-hmm. It'll be
1: packed.
2: 8 o'clock tip. Beard versus Jans. Round two, baby. Um, lunch today brought to you by the ribs and or the blue plates at Fleetway Market and the Market Cafe in Glugstadt. Don't forget for all your residential roofing, KCB Roofing, KCB Roofing for all your residential roofing. And uh, we'll see you tomorrow.